Hi, Adam. Hey, Trey. What's up? How are you? Um, I've been good. Since since you last saw me, I have aged a full year. I am now. Oh right, you had yeah. a birthday. Oh, okay. Oh right. Oh right. Yes. I'm glad that Facebook told me. I'm kidding. I know when your birthday is. You damn well better. It's in September. Yeah. <laughs> good job. After the fact, thank you for remembering that my birthday was this month. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, um, I think that this, you know, 29 is going to be my slut era. It's finally going to happen. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to (laughs) know. I know too much already. And so I don't want to know what this would entail. (laughs) I I don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I would finally enter my slut era. Right. Jesus Christ. How how have you been though, Trey? Oh, you know, we're still we're you know we're not done with the renovations in the house. Yeah, it just keeps going, it keeps going, and it just gets progressively worse as time goes on. Uh, the whole house is taken apart, and I'm stressed. I I have to say, I probably once a day think about you guys owning a house and me potentially owning a house. Mm -hmm. And every day I'm like, it might just have to be renting for the rest of my life. Well, you know, don't buy a 70-year-old house. And then, uh, you know, it's it's a special uh, little nightmare. How do I know whether it's, how do I know how old the house is? Do I like, you don't ask a woman her age. Like, is this a joke? They do tell you when the house is built. <laughs> I figured that much. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm 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 a single person who may eventually have their own land that they own, and I don't. What? How do? Does a person just know how to buy property? For some reason, I now have this image of you just buying like empty land and then like <laughs> living in a tent. Being like, I did not think that a, a house had to already be here. You mean a house just doesn't? I thought it just like appeared. Googling on your phone how to <laughs> grow a house. How to build a house. Like, I was just like, oh my God, there's so much to it. I, just, I, I don't know. Like, there seems like there's so much to it. There is. And I, I don't think that it's something that I can handle on my. I'm a lonesome all by myself. I'm sure you'll be fine. I don't think I will. I'm just going to rent for the rest of my life. Okay. See how that goes. You should do that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are really unhappy doing that. <laughs> um, thanks. It's fine, Adam. The rates just keep getting higher. I, You are not helping my future. Adam, landlords are really great oh, across God. the board. Uh, listen, we need to jump into our our topic before I cry into this microphone. Yeah. Thank you. Are you just going to do that throughout the episode? Like casually remind remind me that landlords exist. I'll just casually remind you. Yeah. That you'll be renting forever. Isn't there a show that you're doing right now? Yes. And we're finally in rehearsals for it. Great. What show is that? I'm doing rent. Oh, what a great way to remind me. (laughs) Thank you. You don't have your ticket yet. Are they on sale? They've been on for like two months, actually. Shit. Yeah, I should get it. I'm, Surprisingly, I'm you should you like you should buy your ticket because it is like filling up. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that's gonna sell out. Everybody loves rent. In my defense, I have told you and every person that invites me to a show, you need to when you invite me, you need to send me the link. I'm not gonna find it on mm. my own. Fair. So this is really your fault, is what I'm getting at. Thank you so much. Did you like this little move that I did? Yes. I I, I think everybody in the studio appreciated it. Uh, yeah. It's going to happen a lot. Yeah. Great. This is visual comedy on an audio medium right now. <laughs> for those of you that... For those of you listening on the CD... Uh, What's a CD? Our, our, I'm so young. Oh, God. <laughs> you just announced that you're... That I'm you're, a, you're almost a geriatric. How many times have right. I been 29? I think this is the first. This right? is the first because yeah. I was 28 twice. <laughs> By accident. <laughs> By accident. Uh, yeah, our producer asked me to not vape into the microphone. So I'm just going to be bending over to the side all night. 
good for my back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also good for our listeners. <clears throat> um. So yeah. Well, let's get into it. Let's. I'm Go gonna. Ahead. We're gonna do a, a quick, just like a quick minute recap of last episode. Oh, this is I kind can, of a part two. I can do this. Oh, okay. Because it's, it's not really a part two, but it's kind of a part two. Kind of a part two. We wrote this as one concept, mm-hmm. but it's very easy to to delineate between the two. Yeah. So last week we talked about auditions and the act of auditioning and what goes into auditioning and and also how to like put on a better audition. Yeah. And so now the other kind of side of that is casting, like the casting of your show, how you cast your show, who do you cast, what goes into casting, how people are getting it wrong and how people are getting it right. Uh, Absolutely. I think that you are actually missing a really important part of last week's episode where you said with your full chest that you would rather somebody audition with an inappropriate song than sing a song from the show. Yep. And I, I'm, ne- I, I haven't never get mind. over it. I cannot believe that you had all this time to think about what you said. I had you stand in a corner and everything, and you still are are like sign seal delivered on I that. Will, I won't opinion. change my mind. I will not change my mind. Whatever. Let's talk so about casting. casting. Let's talk about casting. How do you solve a problem like casting? Uh, this is a big. Go right ahead. This, yeah, girl. <laughs> let's just go into it. This is a this is a very sensitive area mm-hmm. because casting is very important. Finding the right people for your shows is very important, and people do it very badly a lot in very detrimental ways. Mm-hmm. And so, like. The, we're definitely going to do an episode on show selection, which kind of goes into this a bit. We're going to do that later. But let, like at this point, you've there already selected some, your show. There might be some overlap here. There's going to be yeah. a little bit of overlap, but we're just going to assume you, you've selected your show. You've already bought the rights. You are casting. You have to make choices based off of the show that you've already cast. Um, we The first thing that I want to talk about, you know, you've got... You've got great talent. You're choosing some from your great talent from your auditions who to pick. And I think the thing that comes up a lot for me, for uh, uh, I'm sure everybody, is looks-based casting. Sure. And it uh, it can get into a very, like, for me, I'm going to, from my perspective, um, there's a lot. Of, you're just going to keep leaning over every time you need to vape. I, we're, I'm going to have to get over it. Um. Where I first started to think about this is obviously, as a bigger person, that has often come into play with casting. Um, And that's because, you know, we see it all the time where bigger people are not cast in lead roles because they're usually, lead roles are romantic parts. And people just don't see bigger people as romantic or attractive or capable of being loved and that's where like obvious then we went down the rabbit hole and like what are what other looks based casting is happening out there right that is inappropriate that goes beyond just size um and we've we've talked about we'll start with size since i already brought it up i i brought up the trauma now i have to see it through um yep we've had we've had conversations about size when it comes to casting and uh, we've had a lot of conversations about it. And there are, I think we agreed that there are, like, when it comes to look-based casting, specifically with size, there are some cases where size does matter. Yeah. And I think that's, it It has to do with the script and the, sh- the show. For sure. Shows. For sure. I mean, like, with a lot of things, I mean, I'll sum up, hopefully, what, like, my whole thing about casting mm-hmm. right because i have like one kind of overarching concept as someone who casts mm-hmm. frequently yeah uh you know for a long time or for a little bit of time i guess this is like mid 2010s mm-hmm. people were saying like all of a sudden people wanted to to be super with it and now and so you start seeing a lot of people going oh well we're doing blind casting 
We're doing oh, we're doing colorblind we casting for this, and that casting. that often went the wrong way. So yeah. what I am a, a huge proponent of is um, conscious casting. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that is you are aware of the material and the needs of the material. Yep, and you are choosing actors that make sense for the material. Yeah. And that's it. If it's not specified in the material, then it can be anybody. Yeah. 95% of theater is fictional characters, right? And even when they're not fictional characters, no one, and well, well maybe this is a question we can ask, but in my opinion, like, look at Hamilton. Those well, are right. historical characters. Right. Nobody gives a fuck that they that's, don't. Well, look that's like, a yeah, yeah. That's a style choice. Yeah, so that, like that is a choice that they consciously made for yeah. them. Which I mean goes in in line with this, right? Uh, but you know, it's like it's like people right now. This will this will put a timestamp on on uh, the recording of this. Uh, it's like people are all of a sudden freaking out about the Little Mermaid remake. Oh my god. And being like, oh my god, Ariel's not black, and it's like, dude, Ariel's half <laughs> fish. <laughs> Like it's I love that that's not historically accurate. It's a mermaid. She's a mermaid. There's there are no historical mermaids. I definitely saw a tweet that I really wish I would have saved to give credit to whoever tweeted this. Mm -hmm. But it was like the tweet was like, uh, yeah, I'm an alpha male, like right wing person in America. I'm superior to everyone else. I guess my two biggest issues right now are women's rights and the Little Mermaid remake. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like the exact right. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a perfect summation. I think you do bring up a good point. Like that is I think that is a really great way of casting. The problem the problem with that is not not the idea itself, but the people who hold the ideas. Yeah. So like if you have biases about the character that's going to go into your casting yes and uh, that's where you like it's good to have maybe other people that are involved in the casting process to say let's consider this other idea that's not traditional and let's test it against the script so i'll try to yeah so i'll try to i'll try to i'll try to give some uh you know color yeah i mean i'm i'm let... I think that people who are directing a show, I think that people who are, you know, making a concept for a, a show, right? Mm-hmm. I think they are, I think you are allowed as a director to say, I want my show to look X way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that there's, there's definitely a point, and I'll probably say this several times throughout this episode mm-hmm. and others, you know, I think there is a line somewhere mm-hmm. where you have to be like, okay, but do do you realize that like the your vision for your show is like kind of fucked consistently? Yeah. Um, you know, I people often say like, well, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line? You said we need to draw the line somewhere. The answer to where you draw the line is always fucking somewhere. Yeah. So we need to figure out where that is, right? And quite my my problem with you're like yes, you need to draw the line. Where is the line? If you if your idea feels like it's crossing a line, and somebody can articulate to you why it crosses the line, it crossed the line. If 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 mm-hmm. some if you can't find like if you can justify your casting. Mm-hmm. And, pe- and, you know, the, the people around you and the hopefully you're talking to the right people and you're talking to audiences and you're getting the perspective of the people in your community. And they're saying, like, yeah, I, I think that's a really great vision. I like it. Then, yeah, go for it. Sometimes, like, but if you're like, you know what, we we're only going to cast white people for this production of Hairspray and that's my vision, then it's you're you are creating art that is your vision and you need to be ready for the backlash that comes from that like that person that we worked with who said that he really yep. wanted to yep, put yep, on yep, once yep. on this island because it was about class yeah and i said I, I i remember him telling me that and i said i was like i don't i don't think that you as a director have the pull 
to get the full range of casts that you need for that. He's right. like, what are you talking about? And I said, I'm just going to be honest. I don't think that in any of your shows you cast very many people of color. Right. So trying to then put on Once on this Island, I think it's you're not going to be able to find people who are willing to audition. And he was like, I don't understand why I would need people of color. It's about class, not race. And I was like, I I like had to shut down the conversation really quickly. And I was like, what what you just did was marginalize an already marginalized group of people. So we're going to move right along. So what's interesting about Once on this Island is that the writers did release a like it's a version of the show or like line changes or something. I'm not mm-hmm. really sure because I haven't actually looked at the script. Right. Um, but it, it it's some thing you can do in the show that takes out the references to like with their skin was dark, like the mm-hmm. all the references to them being black in the right. show are taken out. Um, oh. However, you know, you also have to realize that that when that musical came out and particularly when the rights were released, mm-hmm. like somebody either told them to do that or they felt like they had to do right. that. Um, and it probably, I mean, they're not here, so I don't, like, the right. people who wrote Once on this Island are not in this room right now, as far as I know, but, um, I, like, I would be, I would love to ask them someday, like, what did you feel pressured into this? that? Yeah. Was it a decision that you made? Was it a financial decision mm-hmm. because you wanted places to actually put on your show? Right. Um, I think that this is getting a little too much into show selection. Oh, for sure, it's um, going to. It's, I, it's it's hard not to cross over. So I'll bring it. I'll I'll bring it back yeah. to like. So uh, you brought up uh, like body type specifically yes. as a as a casting mm-hmm. thing, and yeah, I think that you know, I could argue. I can definitely argue, and this is gonna maybe rub people the wrong way, but I could argue mm-hmm. at, that at like the professional like broadway level when you're getting paid a couple grand a week Mm -hmm. to do a show yeah that a director can absolutely say you need to be in a certain like body type demographic to be in this show because this is a now a professional medium Mm -hmm. that you are getting paid for you know you can't be in the nba if you can't dunk a basketball and that's That's kind of what it comes down to. However, the other side of that for me is that, like, we are not that. Yeah. It is volunteer theater. I would argue, I would argue even on the professional level that 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 idea of if you're in the NBA, you need to be able to dunk a basketball. That's true. The problem is we know that bigger bodies can dance these numbers. Like we this is something yeah. we've seen. I mean, it all depends on the person. It depends. Yeah, Absolutely. But why aren't we seeing bigger dancers? We like, I think what I, I, um, I don't know if you have seen, but I loved um, Lizzo's uh, Big Girls reality TV show. And I, I, what, what she did with it, like those, those girls can do things. I, I honestly, I've never seen bigger people do. I didn't even know it was possible because I'd never seen it before, which is why I think the show is so impactful. Sure. But those girls could be on Broadway. They're amazing dancers. They can their leg can go right in the same place. Sure. Well, you, I mean, in the same place. you also have to think about, you know. And again, it's it's not even like they're this, getting paid is, more than Broadway this dancers. Is, I'm this just is saying. not something that like I like a thousand percent like this is my hill to die on, mm-hmm. right? But like you also have to look up at like at that level, you also have to look at, like, you know, okay, like, there are six other people before you who have worn this costume, and now mm-hmm. we're we're casting someone to fit in this costume, which does happen. Not that it's a good practice, but it does no, happen, it's a terrible right? practice. But all that aside, like, on the community level, right, what, what are it you doing? Who, I, yeah. I have had, I have seen so many people, like, get insulted in such weird ways because of like how they look on the community theater level you know like i what do you mean uh, well like i recently and like i won't you know obviously yeah. say any names but like mm-hmm. i you know recently somebody said like oh yeah this director came up to me and was like oh for this role 
that, you know, they knew I was going to audition for, he said, I really wanted to be someone skinny. And it's like. What role was that? Can you say? Nope. Okay. We'll talk sure about can't. Later. Okay. We'll talk about it later. Sure can't. But it was, and it was like someone well, who like. Was it a role that like in this, like it would make no sense if the person wasn't skinny? I understand why he wanted it to be that way. Mm-hmm. However, that's an inappropriate thing to say to someone. That's fair. Do you hear what the words I just said? That's an inappropriate thing to say to someone. <laughs> I understood it perfectly. Um, yes, you. I don't think it, you're like, right. Even it's if you not... want it to be, even if you want, you're in your head. You're like, okay, well. Because this role is this, like right. I want it to look like this, and you've made that decision. That doesn't mean you have to go up to somebody and be like, mm, "You can't be in this role because you need yeah. to lose weight." That's ab- like, you that's don't fucked. say to somebody who is volunteering to be in your show. Mm-hmm. It is. It's. It's not okay. And you know, we whether it's said very blatantly like that, or it's you know subtly mm-hmm. done just through like casting. Where you're like, oh, so you decided to hire the skinny person that can't hit the high note, like for for a role that has nothing to do with it's just like a romantic lead that eats pizza every day, but is somehow really skinny. Yeah. Well, that's a, yeah, that's a really, you know, that's a, that's a part of it is is you should be just casting the best performer in the room, right? Yeah. So or, like acting, singing, dancing, yeah. those should be the things that matter first. Or what? Or what fits your mission? Yeah, I think we, we that's something that we don't think about and a lot of theaters don't think about is like sure. a lot of theaters just don't have a mission. So they're just yeah. like, we just put on good theater. That's what we do. And they don't have like a true Neat. mission about what they want to do for right. the community. Right. So I think your mission goes first and then cast the right people, cast the... Sure. the and, it, 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 and this is not to say, ca- you know, cast bigger people... Or, you know, non-white people in that role just because they are bigger or they are right. non-white. There are definitely roles where it would be inappropriate without – you, unless you're changing the script, which we'll get into script changing in another episode. But unless you're changing the script, um, you, like, it doesn't make sense. If they, if they mention in the script, like, I'm a size two – then you need to, right. to be a size two or, you know, you can fake something it enough. Something similar. Or something similar. Right. If so, they, like, if they mention that you're a white racist. Right. Have it, like, and you're saying you're being a rate, like, then. So, I got to tell yeah. you that, like, like something that, like, pulled me out of a show one time that I paid a lot of money to go see was I saw Les Miserables on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And I think it was simply a... I think it was simply like somebody was out and like they had like moved like a swing was on or whatever. Right. But the girl who played young Eponine the night that I saw it was this little white girl. And then Eponine was black for the rest of the show. And I was like, I was like, we couldn't, we couldn't like figure that out guys. We like, yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting thought. It's, it was just weird. I was like, I was a little off, like just did took you out. It, it took, took me your, completely out. Your suspension of disbelief yeah. is out. And that's Which, a, I mean, my yeah. suspension of disbelief is great. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of community theater. Well, I, I, I let a lot of shit different slide. different levels of, of suspension of disbelief depending on what you're looking at at all times. You, you change based off of what you're preparing yourself for. But this is the thing about, like, casting a show consciously, right? Mm-hmm. Is that you you say, like, what makes sense if this person that is both a child and an adult in the same show and it's the same character okay maybe we should cast (laughs) maybe those people i don't know just like a little similar just like you know I'll do the bit. best you can with what you, you know, have. You know what I yeah. mean? Broadway, who's pouring millions of dollars into their show and can't just like hire a young black girl to come and yeah. be like young Eponine. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think, you know, 
and you you get into it, you know, with the advent of like this this will probably hit community theater stages before too long, I would imagine. Like Mean Girls, mm-hmm. Regina George is a character that references her weight right in the show, mm-hmm. and a big plot point in that show is her weight. Yeah. So in that situation, it's like, okay, well, we have to cast somebody. I, what does she say? She's like one fifteen or something, which is ridiculous. That's so skinny. I don't. I don't I know. Think it, I think it is well. one fifteen. Oh my god. Or one sixteen. Like it's in that. Like, yeah. Especially when they reference the number. Right. It gets so much harder to like again unless you change the script. Right. Which you're not allowed to do. Well, I can't wait to get into that. But yeah, which you're not allowed to do. Um. um but yeah. you know, yeah. I. I've. <laughs> I I just I, yeah I think that's it's important to just know the material yeah you just have to know the material agreed um, let's let's get a, a moving away from body type yeah. for a second um, I want to talk about the um, l- let's talk about you know casting the right race and specifically so there's two two areas of thought here because I've we have seen both. We've we've kind of seen both. One is, um, do they have the right skin color versus are they the right race? Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, we see this on TV all the time where they're like, completely wrong race, wrong nationality entirely. The color is right will make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I have a problem with that because I mean, and this is going to be my when it comes to things like. You know, that are, when it comes to things like that, when it comes to even like religion, when it comes to sexual orientation, I think that the group like the group story that you're talking about should be played by people in that group. So if you're like if you're playing, if you're telling a Jewish story, how, like whether you can get a Christian, you know, it's not like I don't know, I I. I don't think in today's age people do a very good job of like that person's Jewish and that person's <laughs> Christian. Um, right. There's, I, I think Steve Carell is playing a Jew on a, a Hulu show right now. So like, huh. yeah, I think that Jewish people should tell Jewish stories and that like that should come from their art in the same way that I think people uh, like if you're telling a racist story, people of that race should tell the story sure. should be the one bringing that through with their art so just getting somebody who's like color matching a role it just it it, it i don't think it's, it's ever like gonna have the same paint colors it's Lowe's. literally like do you match the the paint swatch of the skin color that i'm looking for great you're in rather than like do you know this character do you know the background do you know the creed do you know the history is more important to me you know, one time I saw a production of West Side Story mm-hmm. in the South. Oh, <laughs> buckle up, kids! And I gotta tell you that when I begin that story, a lot of time people will be like, "Oh my gosh, did they put like self tanner on like the?" And it, no, okay. Whenever the it's the sharks, right? I'm yeah, super familiar with West Side Story. Yeah. Um, Whenever the sharks were on stage, <laughs> whatever I'm side of ready. the stage that they were on, oh no, would be washed with orange oh, light. Oh no, <gasps> so they, that's disgusting. They had like lighting cues as they like moved across the stage, <laughs> like the orange lighting to like move with them. But they didn't. They didn't. They didn't put any of them in brown face. Uh, I don't know if this is better or worse. <laughs> I don't think it's not good. No. I don't think it's any better. I honestly, I don't know that it. I don't know that it's worse, but I don't think it's any better. <laughs> they, uh, like, they legitimately said, "Well, we can't do this, but we have to do something." <laughs> it, okay, let's it's fucking ridiculous. I think we can agree on something. Uh, if you can't, if you can't do it. Don't, do, don't it. do the show. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do the show. If you can't do it, if you don't have the people to do it, don't do the show. You So I'll pick I'll pick your brain. Okay. Because me mm-hmm. me being like a like a like a straight man, right? 
So I like know, you disgusting. you got into like like I know uh <laughs> like sexual orientation right mm-hmm. and this is like kind of a, a a topic that comes up a lot throughout you know all mediums of of like visual art theater mm-hmm. and and movies and TV shows um at what point so like I was saying like the line's got to be drawn somewhere where is it right mm-hmm. at what point is it like is there ever a time that's okay for like a straight person to play a gay character? I actually had this conversation with my family for my birthday. This is what I talked about. This is on what my you birthday. got for your birthday. This is what I got for my Congratulations. birthday. Congratulations. Um, if it is a central part to the character, mm-hmm. then it like we'll we'll talk about a, you know a queer person. If it is a central part to their character, have it played by a queer person. Let that queer person tell the story. If it is not a central part to their character. Why is it in there? If you're saying, like, if this is not a, a, if you're just saying they're gay and that's it and the rest of it will will just be played by a straight man doing straight things and we will never reference that they're gay, then why? Ah, the Dumbledore. The Dumbledore, yes, the Dumbledore effect of retroactively saying that they're gay. I was in a show where that happened to me. When I would. What? Yeah. Um, what? Yep. I genuinely don't understand how that can happen. I was in a show where the character I was playing was never referenced uh, to oh, be gay. You know oh, what show? Yep, 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 yep. Never referenced to be gay mm-hmm. in the libretto, in any notes. But the director told me that the character was going to be gay in our version. And I was like, how do I play that yeah. on stage because it's not it's not referenced in fact quite the opposite is is yeah. is referenced yeah and, i know exactly what you're talking and about and she was like she's like well we're just gonna like like we're just gonna say that that is what's happening and like it doesn't matter if it's in there because it and i was just like that nope it does that doesn't matter. make any sense it, it does it, it doesn't make any sense and it does matter and especially like they cat if if sh- if this director had the their vision was that this character was going to be gay and if if they were able to make it work within the confines of the script somehow then just by great then great yeah. then 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 cast a gay person then do that but don't cast a straight person and then later say you're going to play it gay which like it's just that's it it feeds into really bad stereotypes. Right. It becomes this like weird minstrelsy thing. But also that there is none of that. that there is none never, of like there's none of like play staged. play yeah. it gay. Mm-hmm. It, it I they just told me about it and they were like, Yeah, it's a thing. I was like No, it's not a thing. How? I and they were like, it eh, not a thing. Eh. Just uh, figure it out. And which, I was like, it's, okay. It's so thoughtless. It's so it's careless. It's very thoughtless. It's and it is the bare minimum. It is it is like trying to like pat yourself on the back for like, look at this great thing that we did. Yeah, we made one of the characters gay. And it's like for no reason. Yeah. But why? you know that's not actually helping anyone, yeah. right? <laughs> and the answer to me it's always why? Why did you do that? What was the Right. What what are you try to bring to it? In the same vein, and this is something that I might be a little bit controversial, and I know I I haven't seen it done personally. I've never seen any casting for these done this way. I think characters like um like Hedwig, um, like Angel from Rent should be played by trans characters. But sorry, trans actors, because we can recognize them today as trans characters, although I don't think people realized it at the time. Yeah. So I've said this about uh, Angel specifically. Mm -hmm. I actually have a thought on this, surprisingly. (gasps) A thought? I know. From Uh, one tray? I do think Angel is one of the so like when i did rent we uh had a non-binary person playing angel and mm-hmm. i actually got shit about this from one of our friends i'll tell you later okay yep uh 
who was like, well, Angel is supposed to be played by a man. That's how it's written. And I was like, no. Well, that's how it's traditionally that been done, sure. Yeah. But um, I don't know, you, you have to understand the way it's been written. You have to understand that like that, that Rent is a period piece about yeah. the 90s. Mm-hmm. It is set in 1994. For anyone who thinks that Rent is set in 1989, it is set in 1994, which is when the show was first going into its workshop phase. We really hit your goal for this podcast. We can. This is it. I know. That's all you wanted uh, people to know. I no because because they referenced Thelma and Louise in the song today for you. Thelma and Louise came yeah. out in 1993. Uh, you really sorry. Yeah, I know this is way off topic. What was I talking about? Angel. So no, 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 no. You don't get to do that. That was unhinged what you. you just did. That was that was wild. And we just I'm I'm addressing it. I'm we're, put, we're, we're putting that on the table that that was unhinged behavior that you just displayed in front of me. Well, now, now everyone listening knows what your rent is set in. So like really th- that, what's wrong a, here? I need you to start talking about casting of Angel right now. All right. So um I, I explained that like rent is a and we don't think of it like this because most of us were born in this decade. But rent is a period piece yeah. about the 1990s. Mm-hmm. And we do need to start looking at it as a period piece the same way we look at like hair, the same way we look yes. at Les Miserables. Like mm-hmm. it is about the specific time. Yeah. And in this specific time. It's not that the words didn't exist necessarily, but they were not as common and they were not as known. Yeah. Um, even to people within like those within communities. Community, yeah. It, it, you know, there were, I'm sure that there were people doing this, but it was not common for someone to be like, hi, you know, my name is Angel and I use they, them pronouns. Right. Like that would not happen on like a day-to-day basis. Right. Yeah. So I do think that, the way the angel is presented uh, is a product of its time. It is a product of its time. Um, and I think we need to we need to start, you know, and I mean, I, again, I think- if I go and see a production of Rent and Angel is played by a guy, I'm not, that's not going to like, I'm not going to be like, well, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. But I do think we can start looking at Rent through a, like, 2022 lens, right? Um, And you don't have to, that's the thing, you don't have to change the script. No, not at all. Not at all do you have to change the script. And I think that's what's so important about that, right? Is that like, you're not changing the art. I actually had this conversation the other day, which I think is very interesting. I think will make you think for a long time Mm -hmm. and maybe our dear listeners as well. I was kind of postulating as to like, I wonder how much different a show Rent would be now, if Jonathan Larson had not died oh, yeah. on their opening night. Yeah. Because as, as a show runs, there are tweaks and things that mm-hmm. are made. And afterwards, there are tweaks and things made by the author, oftentimes. And I wonder if that show would be different. I wonder if that show would be updated. Um, I like to think it would. I, me too. Me too. Um, so that is one where, yes, I think that's great. I think if you cast uh, non-binary people as Angel, I think that's amazing, right? Hedwig, I actually feel a lot differently about. Really? I do. Because um, a lot of the jokes in Hedwig, I don't know if you've seen that show. I have not in full, no. One of the main, and yes, it eventually comes around to being like a a, a powerful thing for this character. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the jokes in that show are about like the sex change the jokes are poking fun at being trans and i think we we need to what like what was your point again i think that we need to either i think we need to alter that material a bit for well i mean i don't know how does it not wait how does that not work then so like angel is portrayed like very like beautifully right Mm -hmm. Hedwig is like the joke is like ha ha trans and Uh, maybe like maybe you're seeing it from the the lens of like it would be better for someone who is trans to like 
play somebody who is trans. To be like making these jokes and then it becomes like a, you know, like a I, like a statement. Maybe, I mean, w- listeners, please, I, I, I am uh, ignorant feel free on to, this. Feel free to tell me I'm wrong, anyone. Right, yeah, let me, let, I want to hear your thoughts on this. I think my homework is to watch, watch a production. Oh my God, so I swear good. to God, if my dad is listening to this, he's going to be so pissed because I know he like expects me to have seen Hedwig because I think he saw it. Like, I don't know if he saw it like on Broadway, but I think he like he he told me he was like, oh, you have to watch it. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll do it. I mean, it and is it's a beautiful never, show. It, I, I absolutely I love the music and I, I absolutely agree. And um, it also is like depending on which production you watch, it's also just like kind of a like just a drag show. Yeah. You know, a lot of it is improv most of the time. It's, a lot I mean, of it's, it, you know, a lot of it is kind of. That's the thing is that it's kind of like. It is, drag, mm-hmm. but I don't think it should be. I think it should be, trans, and okay, that's not what yeah, it was written. No, as, I mean like, yeah, but I, I think fair. we know, like we know now, we have the language in our vernacular. I guess like Hedwig doesn't bother me, to just be in drag. Like what? at all? You may okay. I I I need to watch it to have a more uh, thoughtful opinion. But you know, our our listeners, you've seen Hedwig. Maybe we'll Let tweet us... Adam's opinion on Hedwig. I don't I I don't have a fully formed opinion yet, so there's nothing to no, tweet. Once you once you watch it, yeah, I'll 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 provide You'll an live update. tweet. You can live tweet yourself watching Hedwig. Oh my God, nobody would watch that. Are you kidding me? Or would you? What if I did it shirtless? What do you, tell me, listeners? What would you think? Maybe I'll put it on like you know OnlyFans. live tweeting is just like tweeting as you watch something. Oh, I thought it can't you so go you live can do that Twitter? shirtless. I'm sure that you can. Maybe I'll just do it on you Instagram. You can do it shirtless, but like. Nobody will, they'll just be seeing your tweets. So, like, I think between every tweet, you're just like, oh, you know what? I actually find this concept really interesting. By the way, I'm shirtless still. Yeah, by the way, I'm still shirtless. Um, Okay. I think we've talked a lot about um, looks-based casting. We've we've done all of that. I think we've kind of talked about, like, I think when it comes to, I think we'll do this really quickly. We've touched on it a little bit. When it comes to community theater... Does the audience even care? Like, do, does the audience care so much that that Sandy, Sandy, and Danny are skinny? Like, do like at the like does it does it matter to them? Do they have to look the traditional way that we've always thought of? And if you did change it up a bit, would an audience at a seeing community theater show care? Surprisingly, I think the answer is yes. Interesting. But I don't think they would care as much as people seem to think they would. This is an audience question I'm realizing. This is a listener question. Well, so no, yeah. well, I think that I think that I think that a several audience member, you know, we'll go with your example, mm-hmm. right? If you cast like bigger people as Sandy and Danny. Right. I think the uneducated audience member would absolutely say something would, yeah. about it. And I yeah. think I think more often than not, the thing that would be said would be kind of catty and shitty. Mm. Would it stop them from enjoying the show? No. Nope. That's a good point. I think I think at the yeah. end of the day, the consensus would be whatever. I think they would care. Okay. In the sense that they would talk about it. Thinking of myself as a <clears throat> educated theater goer. Right. And and one that, as we've talked about many times. I mean, times, you say that as like sarcastically, but like cri- true, right? Super critical of everything that I see in, in art. Um, I would definitely, it would make me think a lot. And I think the entire time I would just be thinking, what does this bring? Which I do, I mean, I do this with every show that I look at, well, okay, what did this casting bring? What did this, like, what did it do for the show? And that's when I would make my opinion of, like, no, this, like, it didn't work or it did work and here's why. So I would, I guess I would say I I, I do care. Right. Just in a different way. Right. Right. And, uh, yeah. I Well, I think that, you know, I think that something that we need to address that I think isn't being talked about a lot is that like 
a lot of like typing things like, Mm -hmm. you know, know your type or whatever. Like a lot of that is changing. Right. Good. It is good. I mean, I, I saw someone recently talk about this and they were using uh, Lilius White as Hermes mm-hmm. in Hades Town as a big kind of like type is dead. Like, which I don't necessarily agree with, like, this one role happened and went to a phenomenal actor mm-hmm. and, like, all of a sudden now type is dead. Like, you do need to know, like, kind of, you know, what you bring to the table. Yeah. But I think that. A, a lot of that is 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 kind of like weirdly put in these boxes that like don't make sense, right? I think I I do like yes, type is changing. I don't know that type is dead. No, but I think for me, and I don't think it ever will be, and I don't think it necessarily needs to be like all the way dead. Like you should know what you bring to the table. Yes, I I did really real quick story. I did a a consultation with a grad professor at uh, Boco mm-hmm. once. Um, a friend of my voice teacher was like, you know, let's, let's see what you can learn from it. I sang for him and like we, you know, we went over technique and, you know, style and all of that. And then at the end, he was like, so, and this is something I hadn't thought about before. He was like, what's your type? What it like, what would you want to go for when you're auditioning? And I said, I'll be honest, I love singing romantic songs. I like, I just get so into the emotion of it. Like I... I feel that deep in my heart and that's something that I would want to do. Um, and I had only sung for him romantic, powerful songs. Right. And he said, he's like, really? I see you as the funny best friend. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Which is like, that's what they say to anybody who's fat. Right. And like, and th- it's no, there's no other way that he could have seen me as the funny best friend because I was not funny the whole time and I was only <laughs> singing romantic songs. I did not tell one joke. That's weird for you. I know. I I kept well. I was very like nervous sure. um, because like my right. my voice teacher right, was right, right. like the queen to me, and I I didn't want to like make her look bad. Sure. Um, so that's something where I'm like, just like type is changing. That's a good thing. Does that mean that people can see me as a romantic character? Am I lovable? Right. Audience, let me know. <laughs> Listeners, let me know if I'm lovable. I'm just asking them to to validate me. I mean, I think something that. I always feel really weirdly about when I hear it said. It's just something that like... It feels weird. Well, let me... Something that I feel like is always weird. And I don't like... When I... You're going to understand this in a second. When I see it, I go, I get it. When I hear it spoken in words, I'm like, feels bad. Is when people are like, oh, that person can't play straight. Like I, oh boy. right? Okay, let's. Uh, yeah, let's talk about it yeah. real quick. Um, maybe not real. Quick. You go. I mean, you have a more, you have a more important opinion about this, and like a more important viewpoint about this than I do. I for think sure. When it comes to playing straight, I think what's very funny is that you never hear somebody say that person can't play gay. I never, sure. I never hear that. And here's my thing about it. And it is because um, playing in gay always involves this kind of like, I, I mentioned before, that caricature. This, this caricature, yep. this like making, almost making fun of mm-hmm. being gay. Well, being straight just means you've taken all of the color out of your personality. There, <laughs> I said it. Ah. Straights come for me. You, it's pretty much like take all the color out of your personality and then play this role. And I think that like, hold on, yes, all the straight people listening to our community theater <laughs> podcast, please come for Adam. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I want to happen. Nobody, nobody comments. There are no, there are no straight people listening. Um, which you know, fine, don't come for me then. Um, but I do. There are times when I watch something. Um, and it just, it, the, the acting doesn't feel right. I don't want to say that they couldn't play straight. I don't like that. I just don't think that they're acting. I don't think it had anything to do with them playing it straight. I just think that they didn't embody the character beyond that. So what, so like their acting in general is not believable. 
Yeah, as like and I a think character. As a character, and I think people the easiest pe- the people easi- don't like okay, to break yes. it down. The easiest people- way to say that is to be like, oh, he can. I understand what you're saying because they're, I, I mean, they're yes. That's a really it's great so take easy. on that. Yeah, it's so easy to say, oh, they couldn't play it straight. What the fuck does that mean? Break it down for Instead me. Instead of being Talk like, hey, me. you can't fucking act. Yeah, <laughs> like they're like if I'm seeing somebody play play a role. I'm just like, honestly, I thought it was boring. Like, you didn't understand, mm-hmm. like, the depth of this character. You, you know, you played... Uh, I say that I, all the time. Yeah, like, you didn't fully embody the character. You didn't, like... There, I, I'm try, I, there is a, a... I remember there was a... There was, I'm forgetting the show, but I, I can remember the feeling. Where I was watching, and I was like, oh, it's, it's not good. The whole show wasn't good. Um, I think you were drumming for it, so we might have to talk about it later. Um, oh, maybe you weren't. I don't remember. I mean, that's um, honestly like a billion it's a lot, shows. But we'll, I, we'll have to think yeah. of it later. But a lot of, like, I just thought that, like, it was a very surface level vision of the character. And people sure. automa- automatically went to, he doesn't know how to play straight. And I, I don't agree with it. I was like, well, no, he, he was playing this weird caricature of nerdy, but didn't mm-hmm. quite go into the depth of the character mm-hmm. that, that the character needed. Sure. Um, so that's my thoughts on that. Yeah. I think those are, yeah, I think that's a really great, like, I understand exactly where you're coming from with that. And that's a very good, you know, way to, like, really, like, dig into that and be like, there just needs to be more thought put into it. Don't just, don't just go for the, you know, lowest common denominator here. Um, Or as my nickname was in high school, lowest hanging fruit. Moving on to the next section. Why? (laughs) Um, Moving on to the next section. Ooh. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. So, like, yeah, another thing about casting would be, be, you know, and this goes, this harkens back to what we were talking about, about, like, your community and the people in your community. Mm -hmm. And also it harkens back to the other other side of that that we talked about, about, like, people who kind of hop from theater to theater to theater, Mm -hmm. right? Is, Is an actor's reputation within the community at large mm-hmm. right and do you cast someone if you really need like a like a like an actor in a certain role i know some people who are very very good and huge fucking pain in the ass nightmares to yeah. work with yeah we whether talk about them all the time like, yeah whether it be for like diva behavior mm-hmm. or Sleeping they don't with everybody in the cast uh, yep there i said it or they don't they don't learn their parts mm-hmm. you know i had yeah. like an altercation with another actor one time because yep. he was a scene partner mm-hmm. with me and just never learned his part and i yeah. had to be like and joked about it and i had to be like hey you know not fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, it, it really screws things up. It, it really is, messes yeah. up everyone's experience. Yeah. Uh, and the way I kind of, and I'll point, I, I've gotten to the point in my life where I'll point it out when someone starts to say or do something shitty. I'll just like, it's so fun. With like a smile yeah. on my face, just be like, oh, so you're like the cancer in the cast? Ooh. Is that <laughs> I, ooh. I would, I, I don't know that I'd go so far, but you can. <laughs> I think um, when it comes to actors' reputations, I mean, you as a if you are casting somebody, you have to make that trade off and understand what you're going to do about it. Mm-hmm. So if you know that this person is difficult to work with, but they're very talented, and you're like, well, God, they would do this role so well, but is it worth them, like making the experience really bad? You have to make that trade off. Is there somebody who is slightly not as good, but isn't going to destroy the cast morale? Make that choice. I, I would. Agree. I would personally go with this. If you're like, there's really nobody else that auditioned. Like we have to go with this person. I get it, but you be, better be ready to have that conversation with and, them. And here's the thing that happens um, a million times, mm-hmm. right? Is like, it all comes down to this idea of like, oh well, we need guys. We need men. Because oftentimes, I don't know. I don't know about your experience. I feel like the people that that ruin the show, they're just mostly men. That that make it bad. In it's my experience. True. It's true. On a lot of the big like diva egos, weirdly, because that is a word that is mostly associated with like 
like women women yeah it's like oh she's a diva right mm-hmm. uh not that i'm saying that doesn't exist that attitude exists across yeah. every spectrum of of everything of all art but i see it more in the community theater sphere as like guys yeah. who have gotten every lead role that they've ever wanted mm-hmm. since high school i yep. i mean I know someone who was like his like life story is like, well, I just kind of wanted to go to school for theater and then I got in and yep. I took my first dance class my freshman year of college. But then I left in my junior year to book a international tour of a really popular show. And it's just like, hey, man, fuck you. Yeah. Some of us work. <laughs> some of us work very hard and are, are often not looked at. Yeah. And I think so, you know, it's that standard like that that I I don't I don't know if you ever saw this post, but like woman like woman in theater, women in community theater, like after years of practicing and preparing, I, you know, I'm so happy to announce that I got the role of tree number three in this in the the next production. And it's like guy in musical theater. I don't know. The director cornered me and said that I was going to be Shrek. Right. Like that is the, like the it happens a lot well, men so versus it, women it, yeah it, it it builds up this ego of i'm so good mm-hmm. they don't even have to be good well that's the thing when it comes to just men being cast sometimes they don't even have to be good most a lot of times they're not mm-hmm. but it builds up this ego of like well everybody wants me here yeah. because i'm so talented it happens i'm going to say it i'm going to say it again and they're going to come for me this happens mostly with straight men is what I notice. I think you might have a different perspective, but I see this a lot where it's just like, well, he's straight and he's a man and he may be attractive. Just give him whatever he wants. The lead in every show. That's what I see a lot since high school. I can think of a glaring example of this that attitude right. to the to the like the nth degree mm-hmm. and someone who is not straight i could think of a couple we'll really? talk about it later yeah i i don't feel like i we'll see that we'll talk later we'll the talk about shit it later. talk that happens after these podcasts end <laughs> if we just <laughs> oh cared my God. less if we maybe just cared we less <laughs> maybe we record it and sell it as like like behind a it's paywall just, it's just us like <laughs> if you give us like ten thousand dollars we'll just send you a list of names and oh you just God. insert them in the podcast we just do like um annotations <laughs> And you're like, this is who it's about. Um, I would never do it. I would never do it even behind a paywall. Um, so you you actually see that this happens more with gay men. No. Oh, no. That's okay. not what that's I not, said. Okay. That's not what That's not said. what I said. Everyone, we're just going to cut the part where you said that I you didn't say that. I do think it's, <laughs> I do think that it is not like, this is a straight guy attitude though. I think uh, that it. I think, think that it's, it's just. It's just guys. You think in it's theater. all men? I think okay. it's guys in theater, and I think it's because roles are just, just handed to us. That's. I mean, it is very true. I mean, I know yeah. people who have gotten paid, who are not professional actors, who have gotten paid oh to do roles because the director could not find men. Oh, jeez! And they're the only person in the cast that got paid, and it's like, well, that's great for you in this particular case. Like, it wasn't. I was like, yeah, that's great. You're my friend. I'm glad you're getting paid, but it's like also weird. Yeah. That you're the only person getting paid. Yeah. That's wild. Um, well, audience, uh, listen, I keep calling, you know what? Listeners are the audience now. That's what I'm calling them oh, because I just keep forgetting. That makes a lot of sense. I like it for L- our theater. Listeners, audience, yeah. Uh, audience, let I help help us. Am I right? Are we both right? Is it just is it all men? Is it straight men mostly are have your experiences been all gay men I, that'd be a new one for me that would be weird yeah. let me know that'd be a weird one uh, that would take me that would take me for a loop. I, I want to hear be it. like huh yeah I, I mean, where yes. do you live <laughs> that's and i'm moving there <laughs> i will move there immediately okay um yeah i think yeah i mean i, I think, think that's we, i think that's i think we've covered we have to death this buried concept. this so casting how do you solve a problem like casting? I mean, Trey? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna stick with what I'm at. You know, you we, you need to understand the material. Mm-hmm. 
that have you're a doing. Have a vision and don't be a piece of shit. Yeah. I think, can that be the, like, the end piece of all of our advice at the don't end? Be a piece and of also, shit. don't be a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, it applies to a lot of things, lot. right? If you're just, like, not a fucking dickhead about everything in the world, like, things usually get better. Yeah. Your art uh, immediately gets gets a lot better. It just, it improves so much yeah. when you're not a piece of shit. Yeah. Love it. Well, there, there it is. We we did everything that we we could with casting. Um, something that we have forgotten to do, which is very not theater people of us. Huh. We've not been plugging our socials, and uh, we I have socials. We have socials. Oh my god, do we have? Tell socials? us about them, Adam. I would I would love to. Thank you for for initiating that, Trey. Um, so we are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, all of it is theater dash mandate. Very easy to find us across all of those platforms. Um, if you want to uh, send us any comments, if you want to, you know, if you want to respond to all of the times that I ask you, the audience, your opinion, you can DM us on, you know, on on Instagram works um, or you can email us at theater dash mandate at gmail dot com. Yes, everyone slide into Adam's DMs. Slide into my DMs, please. My God, I would feel so sexy as I enter my slut era. Jesus Christ. There we go. You brought it all back around. I Listen. It's over now. (laughs) Yeah, I did it. All right. Bye. Bye.